0: and you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash slash film.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Slash film Daily for Friday, August 30th, 2019. On today's episode, we're going to talk about all the theme park announcements at D23 Expo 2019. This is Slash film Editor-in-Chief Peter Serretta, and joining me on today's podcast is Slash film Managing Editor, Jacob Hall. hello. Hello. Jacob, I'm so glad to have you on here with me today because there was a lot of theme parks that were announced in in Anaheim at D23, and we have a lot to talk about. And you're one of the only people on Slash Home staff I can, I can geek out about uh, these theme park stuff with. So I'm glad to have you here.
2: Well I'm I'm very happy to be on the only movie website to cover theme parks like we do. This is very. I'm glad we have time to do this. <laughs>
1: if only we were invited to cover theme park things like, uh, the, the opening of galaxy's edge in, in Florida, which happened this week, but I'm not bitter at all. Not not, not not, not,
2: not, not bitter at all. Yeah. Well, everybody else who doesn't cover theme parks cover that. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. The theme park panel happened on Sunday and was nonstop. And actually before that, even before the theme park panel, we got a preview of the show floor on Thursday. You can see a video of that. I will link it in the show notes. I did a whole, uh, Video tour of the Imagineering Pavilion, and there was a bunch of announcements right then that were kind of shocking and surprising. Uh, but let's let's go uh, step by step through these. And uh, Jacob, I'm glad to have you on here with me for this because I know you're 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 also you also love theme parks like I love theme parks. So
2: and I got opinions, Peter. I got lots of opinions.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's first talk about the Star Wars Hotel, which is called the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Is that correct? I think it is. I believe um, you're correct. Yeah, it, it is a, a ship called the Halcyon, and it was actually kind of funny when we got to this um, this preview night of the uh, the Imagineering Pavilion. Bob Chapek was. We were waiting for Bob Chapek, the the head of Disney Parks, to get up and make an announcement, and we could see in the background this huge model of a spaceship, and at all of us press. It didn't occur to us that this could be the Star Wars hotel. We were all like theorizing like what is that spaceship? Are they going to be building a a spaceship? Like what, what what you know, is this part of a a new Star Wars galaxy's edge expansion Uh, of course uh it it, it is smart because they are basically thinking of the star wars hotel as you taking a cruise in outer space so you're going to be boarding the ship the halcyon it's going to be a two-night two-day thing with a uh i I guess a port of call on batu uh in florida and um, what do you think of this, Jacob, because it seems like the presentation of this and all the concept art they revealed at this convention, it seems to me that they are kind of pitching this as what they were pitching the original plan for Galaxy's Edge to be, that this that you were going to be this, at the center of this Star Wars story. It's going to be an interactive story where you're going to encounter aliens and droids, and you're going to get a chance to be, you know, an active part a very integral part of the story. We got to see some concept art of, like, at one point you're going to be doing this lightsaber training uh, on board the ship, which seems weird in concept of, uh, like, if if this is actually supposed to be a canon Star Wars story, because why would you be doing lightsaber training on a ship? I guess that's – I guess this ancient uh, sword activity is now – a recreational activity on the ship. Space uh, racquetball,
2: Peter, space racquetball.
1: Yeah, and also at one point, you're going to be on the bridge of the ship and things are going to go wrong and you're going to have to, uh, you know, take defensive maneuvers and stuff like that. Um, Jacob, what did, what did you think of this whole Star Wars galactic uh, starliner?
2: Um, I have two minds about it. Uh, first of all, I think it sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like the kind of experience. I wanted Galaxy Edge to be in the first place, which is the fully immersive storytelling thing. Uh, it also sounds like it, Will be more of an add on than a proper Disney resort stay because, with most resorts at any theme park, I go back there to sleep and to eat and to decompress after a day to theme parks. Whereas this is always on. When you leave your room, you're involved in the story. There's things to do constantly, and it's a two day experience that you're paying for. So, this feels less like the place you stay while you do the parks and more about an additional thing you do on top of your regular vacation. So, I think. You know, the audience here isn't going to be people looking for one hotel, but people who are willing to go do this for two days and then go stay somewhere else for a week to do the rest of the parks.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine a family going on this and just like going to Florida for this and then leaving because then the kids are going to be like, I wanted to ride, you know, Space Mountain and I wanted to, you know, it's like they don't get to go to the other parks. The only time they they like I, I even wonder, like on your on your port of call to uh, Batu, like you're going to like take a escape pod and go to galaxy's edge. Like, will you even be able to ala- be allowed to go to the rest of that park? Or is it like, is it like a VIP tour where like you're going on a mission with, you know, your tour guides from the ship and maybe even be, be, I, like, I was speculating this with my friends who I was at the convention with Maybe it's possible that, like, you know, we saw these this concept art of, like, lightsaber battles in, in Galaxy's Edge and stuff like that. And we haven't seen that actually happen in the park. Maybe, maybe there's a way to make your mission to Batu be part of, like, the show that everybody sees in Galaxy's Edge. Like, you're helping out on a Resistance mission, and, like, you're kind of part of that show that – because everybody on this – on this cruise liner from what we understand are going to have like their own like outfits and stuff like that. So like you're going to look like you're part of the story. So maybe, maybe that's a, a cheap way to, to give a, uh, you know, those like storyline moments in galaxy's edge, like a, a big epic scope of having a lot of people when they don't have to hire all those actors. They're just going to use the people from, from the star Wars hotel.
2: It definitely makes sense. And um, my weird little thing here is that one of the things they talk about in the description of the hotel is you choose to side with resistance or choose to side with the first order. Then you take your port of call and go ride the ride, rise of resistance ride where you're purely on the side of the resistance. And my, my weird nerdy brains is just thinking, how is that going to work if you're trying to have a story, but I'm just an idiot. So who knows?
1: Well, you could just be a spy, uh, along for that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That, that is, I'm not sure if that works. Um, The the other interesting thing is they're like on board, you'll you'll meet characters that we know from the Star Wars lore and they showed us concept art of Rey and Chewbacca and Kylo Ren and some stormtroopers. And I'm like, these are the same characters that we encounter on Galaxy's Edge. Like it's it's not exciting that we're encountering the same people.
2: I want old man Lando, Peter. I want to meet old man Lando at the Star Wars hotel. Make it happen, Disney.
1: Yeah, I mean, they should. It sucks that we're meeting the same people, and even when they were talking about Avengers Campus, which we'll get to in a second, uh, they were seeing that we're going to – they list off the people that we'd meet, and honestly, it's all the people that already have meet and greets in Disney California Adventure. It was like you know, Groot, and Gamora, and Spider-Man, and Iron Man, and Thor. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not anybody unique. Like, well – Sell us on some unique opportunities to meet characters that we haven't met before. I feel like that that's what you got to do. Um, okay, let's talk about Avengers Campus. This is something that was revealed on Preview Night that, uh, you know, they're building a Marvel-themed land in Disney California Adventure. They have already built Marvel-themed uh, stuff in parks worldwide, and basically they've come up with this concept that each of these, uh, like, themed lands are actually going to be called Avengers campuses and that the Avengers for whatever reason, we don't know yet there is a threat coming to earth or, or whatnot that they need to find more superheroes, and they have set up these campuses worldwide. There's one in California in <laughs> in a Disney park. Uh, there's one in Paris. There's one in uh, Hong Kong, and they're trying to recruit new superheroes because wh- where where else would you recruit new superheroes? But in a la- a themed land in a Disney park. But anyways, um, they uh, so we we finally found out uh, some details of what we're going to be getting in Disney California Adventure, and that includes a Spider-Man ride that was formally announced, That, but we've gotten more details. It's basically, you are in this... You are invited... It is an open house into web, which is kind of like this Tony Stark meets Spider-Man technology building. And uh, things obviously go wrong, as they often do in these theme parks. And you have to help out Spider-Man. And uh, there's these spider bots on the loose. Uh, The cool thing about this ride is it looks like it's kind of like Midway Mania, where you're in these these vehicles going around the ride. But there's a glass in front of the vehicle. And you are going to be able to shoot webs the concept art makes it look like you're gonna be doing it just with your hands, like you're gonna be doing that you know that uh the two fingers in the middle thing that Peter Parker does, and somehow the technology's gonna gonna know that you're doing that almost like you're pulling a trigger of a gun and you're gonna you're gonna see an augmented reality the the spider web shoot out and attach onto these uh spider bots, which it looks like might be practical. I don't know. It's it's, it's unclear. What, what do you think of this ride, uh, Jacob?
2: Uh, I am glad they announced another e-ticket ride because it sounds like a snooze. This, I don't. I'm not the biggest midway mania fan, uh. and. I'm I'm just not on board for shooting at spider drones with my hands. I'm I'm sorry. Tell me a story. Tell, send me on an adventure.
1: I I'm just fearing like it's not going to work as planned. Like if there really isn't a device on your hand and you're actually just like doing that. the what do they call that? The twick or the I don't
2: know. Is uh, twick is how it's twick. spelled in
1: comics. But like I don't know. Is there a name for that hand gesture that Spider Man does?
2: Uh, if there is, uh, please write us, write into us at com.
1: <laughs> but I feel like the computer is not going to know how that works. And like, what about someone who like, doesn't have like, who like, doesn't have any hands? Are they not allowed to, to participate in this ride? <laughs> oh,
2: Peter, that's, that's a question that I'm not going to answer at this moment.
1: Yeah. Okay. So they did announce. Uh, well, they, before we get to the second eTech ride, because that's going to be in phase two, they also announced that they're going to have a sanctum. A, a Doctor Strange's sanctum is going to be. The, they're going to build one in California. It basically looks like it's kind of like a photo op kind of show of some kind. They didn't really go into it. It's outdoors. Uh, Let's we'll see more of that. Not sure what that is. They also have a. A there was for a while rumored there was going to be an Ant Man gastropub, and now that has turned into like a Pims Particles Laboratory where I guess they're experimenting on food. So we're going to get uh, food that has been shrunk small or enlarged. So I, I guess Jacob, that takes me. We should have had Brad on for this because this would have been a good question <laughs> for Brad. But what are what kind of food would you like to eat? You know, miniaturized or enlarged?
2: Oh goodness! Uh, just about anything. I would love if one of their, um, if like one of their specials is a like a burger that's three times larger than it should be, you know, shareable with a group. And and the theme is that hey, it's a giant burger. We or like you know, one bite burgers have been miniaturized. I love them to really lean into this. I don't, I don't want it to be just like, oh, here's a steak. I want it to be no, here are twelve tiny steaks. I want them to really just. <laughs> Uh, I care less about the menu, more with more the presentation of how unique they lean into the concept. That's what I want from this.
1: It's just going to be a bunch of like those miniature corn on the cob things, and uh, yeah, sure, do
2: it, <laughs> do it.
1: You know, I want I want to be able to buy like a like small margarita and then enlarge it so it's just like a huge margarita for the the small margarita price. Can I do you that? Know-
2: yeah, I, I want to get very drunk at the at the Atman pub and, and and yell to superheroes. This is my nude goal, <laughs> Peter. Uh,
1: okay. Uh they also announced on they're going to have a second phase where they're going to have this other ride which I don't think was specifically named, but it's going to be a Avengers ride where you're going to go on to uh you're going to go on a mission with the Avengers. It's not clear what the ride system is. Things are going to go wrong. It's going to be an epic style uh It's going to be like a uh, Thanos-level threat that's going to involve all the superheroes, and you're going to be along for the ride. You're going to uh, be propelled out of this uh, spacecraft and be in the middle. I I don't know. Looking at this concept art, Jacob, I don't know what this ride is. Is this like... Are you – is this like Pandora, the world of Avatar's uh, Flight of Passage where you're in front of a gigantic screen kind of like Sorin style but like moving around to the imagery or is this like – is this like uh – the uh, Wizard World of Harry Potter, the 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 ride there, where like they're on the end of like one of those arms, you know, those, those arms that like build uh, the cars, and you're like whipping around, like because I could totally see the chair that you're in at the beginning of the ride, like the of 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 the the spacecraft, that that could be one of those kind of vehicles.
2: Yeah, the one thing there, I think Universal still has the exclusive rights to the KUKA arms, so I don't think Disney can build with them right now. But based on the concept art, you do seem to be in some kind of rocket chairs, which makes me, fingers crossed, isn't is a theater simulator like Star Tours. I'm very much over the idea of, of the window being your screen, and that's just old-fashioned. I would love something that is like Harry Potter, though, where you're moving through physical space, and there are screens involved to, to extend sets, but mixing practical with, you know, digital But the truth is, I don't know. I think the uh, Flight of Passage ride, the Avatar ride at Disney World is a, you know, you face one giant screen on your individual vehicle, and it's massively impressive. So this is what they're working with, uh, all power to them. The concept art is interesting, though, because it sends you to Wakanda, and the image has you uh, uh, amidst a whole massive team of superheroes fighting what appears to be an army of insects of some kind, which makes you think they're using a Nihilus, a... uh, Comic book, uh villain who has never appeared in on screen. Maybe they're burning him off for this ride. I don't know. But if they're going to put you, you know, in a room with, you know, a dozen superheroes fighting an army of invading insects, then you're going to have to have lots of screens. So the question for me is, dark ride with screens or full on screen ride? I don't know. And they didn't give us any details to guess either way.
1: Yeah. And it was rumored for a long time that they were going to be doing this Avengers roller coaster. This does not look like it's going to be a roller coaster. This looks. Like a uh, some kind of motion simulator or dark ride experience to me, so uh, I, I'm excited to learn more and to see this when it actually happens. Because uh, Disney California Adventure needs something like this. This this could be uh, really cool. I, I I'm not quite sure the reasoning or the in story reasoning that uh, the collector's uh, warehouse is right. Located right next to the Avengers campus in Disney California Adventure, but I guess, I guess it doesn't really matter, right?
2: It really bothers me, Peter. It bothers me more that showed that Mission Breakout is part of this land <laughs> where good guys are being held captive in a giant museum right next to where the Avengers are, like saying, "Hey, come do some good," and they're not going next door to save the Guardians.
1: Yeah, it is very strange. It it is interesting too that they're like trying to create this gigantic storyline that connects not just in this land, but also around the world. So if you're on a Disney cruise, you'll experience some of it there. If you're in Hong Kong, you'll experience some of that there. If you're in Paris, you'll experience some of it there. And if you're in uh, Epcot, which we'll talk about in just a couple seconds, you'll experience some of it there as well, which uh, I'm excited to have the Marvel theme park uh, cinematic universe. So uh, I'm excited to see what that is. Uh, Let's talk about Epcot because uh, they – at the parks and resorts panel they basically announced a whole redesign of epcot um i guess okay let, let's start with the new neighborhoods because they basically are redesigning the entire park in so that it it fits these new uh i don't know sections i guess you'd call them uh, so before there was world showcase and there was future world Right. And now right. they're taking this world showcase thing and they're dividing future world into world discovery, world celebration, and world nature, uh, which I don't know why everything's called world. Why is everything so, uh, called world?
2: So, can kind I of align with world showcase? They want to brand it without changing world showcase's name.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I kind of, uh, you know, when Bob Chapek was announcing this, he was talking about how Epcot, their new version of vision of Epcot is more characters more family more timeless uh there was another more too i'm forgetting right Uh, now more disney more disney yeah
2: and more relevant yeah a lot of words a lot of big words also said it will focus on the power of hope possibility and wonder which is a phrase feels specifically built to uh, make old school epcot kids like me perk up uh, and as cool as all this looks, I don't think this looks like it's going to be about hope, possibility and wonder at all. But what do I know?
1: Yeah. I'm a little skeptical of this because, you know, I, I love future world. And it, it is disappointing because I know, I know a lot of kids probably go to future world now and it doesn't look, it looks like Tomorrowland. It doesn't look like the future. It looks like the, you know, the future of, you know, 30 years ago. Um, and, uh, I'm guessing with his line about more timeless, uh, you know, they're basically getting rid of Future World. They yeah. they no longer have to worry about the future because it is no longer the future.
2: Yeah, and I'm on two minds about this. When I was at Disney over the summer, uh, Future World needs something. It is a it is miles of concrete. It is the 80s vision of the future, which is you know, uh, very clinical, very clean, not very green. Uh, whereas this redesign massively emphasizes they're planting so many trees and make everything look more, they're injecting color and shade and beauty into the park because nowadays our vision of the future, you know, is of a place that's lush and, you know, that you want to live in, whereas the vision of the future in the eighties was something far you know, more gray. So I, I, I agree that this needs to happen. And I agree that the, the concept art looks gorgeous. You go to classroom.com and look at the article, the art of what these world lands and neighborhoods will look like, is so appealing, and I want to be there. I want to be in the redesigned Epcot. I just don't buy the mission statement when they announce, you know, the rides are Harry Potter, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Moana. It's just, they're injecting a lot of Disney into this, and that's their prerogative, to the Disney theme park. But don't lie to me and tell me it's about hope and wonder. It's about Disney characters.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, but they do need more Disney characters. I see kids at Epcot, and they're so bored. I mean, as a kid, I, I feel like, well, at least with World Showcase. I was bored as a kid. I loved Future World, but I was bored of World Showcase. Now as an adult, I love World Showcase. Um, but uh, they're adding... Okay, so this World Celebration... It's a World Celebration. They're adding this three-story tall building, which I don't think has a name yet, but it, it it's going to be kind of like a outpost for like the, the, the fairs and uh, festivals. And it has a a gigantic park on the top of the third story.
2: Yeah, it looks really cool. I'll yeah. be honest about that. It looks, looks really, really cool.
1: I'm wondering, like, are you going to have to pay money if you want to watch, like, uh the the big uh light show that takes place in the lagoon? Are you going to have to pay money to watch that from the the park on the third level? Because I oh, feel it'll like...
2: Be a, it'll be a package. You can go at the most expensive restaurant and they escort you over the top of there for roped-off seats. It'll be a thing.
1: Yeah. Um Okay, let's talk about Spaceship Earth because... That is one of my favorite rides in Epcot. I love Spaceship Earth. If you've you've never done it, that's the thing that is inside the Epcot globe, and it tells the story of uh, communication and technology, right? Um, It it does it through old-fashioned animatronics, and they announced that they are going to be renovating this and changing the storyline from technology to storytelling. So I'm I'm wondering what you think of that, Jacob. (laughs)
2: It's interesting because there's a fine line between communication and storytelling. Storytelling is part of communication, so it feels like they're narrowing the focus here. And they actually released an official uh, description of the new version. And should be mentioned real quickly that this is not the first time they've renovated Spaceship Earth. They've added scenes in the past. They've gone through three different narrations. Uh, This ride's been extensively renovated, so this is not new, but it's also the first time they've changed a focus like this. So I'll read from the description. The iconic spaceship Earth will remain a voyage through time as the journey transforms to reflect the power of storytelling to unite the human experience. New narration and an entirely new musical score will focus on the moments and ideas that define our story. You will follow a magical story light that brings the entire experience to life in dynamic ways, giving each scene energy and beauty that ties the entire journey together. What do you make of that, Peter?
1: I don't know. I saw some concept art of this, and it like had like some boats from Moana... In the background. Oh and, no. no! Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No. Yeah. Uh, the storylight <laughs> looked cool. Like it was like this projection mapping, like like light moving around and like creating things. It looked kind of cool. Uh, I-, I can totally see how they would basically repurpose the scenes that they have now into storytelling because a lot about it is about like creating books and communicate. Like like it like, it's very easily could be. Uh, changed into that. I'm gonna be sad to lose, you know, Steve Jobs, uh, his uh garage where they built the first computer or personal computer. But um, I don't know. I, it, it, what do you think, Jacob? Like, are are they gonna have like Josh Gad as Olaf narrating this this ride? <laughs> uh,
2: I was okay with all of this. I was I was hesitantly okay until he said they were Moana boats. Uh, it's gonna be full of Disney characters now, and the idea of using the existing basic structure. And focusing on you know people telling stories and how that you know furthers human culture that fits right in with Spaceship Earth, but Moana boats has me upset, Peter. I think we should move on before I get more upset.
1: (laughs) I I don't know if you're gonna do this story, uh, the 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 story like if you're gonna make it about storytelling, why not just why not just go full on out and give the story of Walt Disney? Like, why is there not a ride that tells us the story of of Disney and how that happened?
2: he got to have the room where audio-animatronic Walt Disney bus unions. Uh,
1: yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, elsewhere in the park, they uh, announced a Mary Poppins attraction ride. They were very unclear that they're gonna they're gonna convert a section of the UK or they're gonna build a new section of the UK pavilion into uh the what, what is that street from Mary Poppins called?
2: Uh Cherry Tree Lane.
1: Yes. Cherry Tree Lane Lane and you're gonna enter through the Banks' house. It was not clear what the ride is gonna actually be. I think this is the most surprising thing to be announced at the at D twenty three because number one, I don't think Mary Poppins is relevant. Uh, even with this new movie, I don't like, by the way, do you think this is going to be the new version of Mary Poppins or do you think this is going to be the, based on the old classic?
2: I think they have a lot of living actors from the new movie, so they'll be using that one. And I'm a fan of the new one, but you're right. It didn't make it didn't break the bank of the box office. I feel like this is something they had drawn up and ready to go. Then when they realized the movie didn't
1: make enough money, they didn't have a backup plan. So here we are. Is this just going to be, like, an inside meet and greet, or is this actually going to be a ride where we, like, are taking on a dark ride through, like, the musical numbers of Mary Poppins?
2: Uh, My money would be on an actual ride. The fact that it is – the way they built it up and the fact they only showed content of an an entrance makes me think there's going to be something inside that entrance.
1: This just seems so weird because it seems like – I don't know. Knowing what we know about Disney and especially also these other changes that they're making, like, I'm surprised they didn't, like – add some other you know more widely known more relevant more recent disney property if they're gonna add a ride to world showcase i don't think i don't think mary poppins is gonna excite any kids that are bored by world showcase
2: yeah but I mean they do have the ratatouille ride opening in the france pavilion yeah. that was announced a little while back but that's also a clone of a disneyland paris ride so i think they need something else back there and this was the only thing they had
1: yeah um, one other thing we know about is the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. It's been under construction for. Uh, you know the last year or so and uh, we finally got a name for this it's called cosmic rewind and it's being called cosmic rewind because this coaster is actually going to start backwards so you're going to be launched this is going to be the first launch coaster in disney history to go backwards into the ride and it's going to be kind of like a dark ride coaster where the the coaster can actually control where you're looking kind of like how the uh the doom buggies and like haunted mansion can be kind of controlled of where you're facing. Um, What do you think of this name in this ride, Jacob?
2: Uh, The name is a bad name. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind sounds like a Six Flags ride. Uh, But uh, the official description of the ride uh, is interesting because it describes that um, you're in a pavilion that is sponsored by Xandar, the planet from the first Guardians of the Galaxy. And you will be invited to learn more about the treasures Xandar has to share until the moment when the Guardians of the Galaxy arrive and adventures across the cosmos ensue. So... It's a really fun idea to have, you know, you enter a fake Epcot pavilion, one built around an alien culture, and you go on an adventure. And I'm down for that. I do think that putting this in the world discovery section, which is about (laughs) stories about science, technology, intergalactic adventure come to life. I feel like these new neighborhoods feel so vague that you can just stick Disney IP in there and it all fits. But I'm sure it's going to be great. I, I... have so much faith in the Disney Imagineers delivering high quality rides that I can look forward to this ride itself by itself while also being bummed out about it being an Epcot.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't quite fit into that neighborhood, uh, but I am excited for it because I yeah, love Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, I'm excited for this new ride. Although, uh, my <laughs> Kitra does not like rides that go backwards. So it's gonna be a pain in the ass to convince her to go on this ride because she she easily gets sick with uh going backwards, especially a launch coaster that goes backwards. That just sounds uh vomit vomit inducing to her. So um, I'm wondering, but at the same time, I, this is supposed to be a family ride, right? So I, it can't be that intense. Yeah, my guess it'd
2: be something around the same level of intensity as Mission Breakout or Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yeah, my I'll put my money on, on being very smooth and fast, but not rough. So uh, hopefully that will be okay for uh, for your girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Space uh, Two Hundred Twenty, which is a weird name. I keep on thinking it should be Twenty Twenty, like uh, because everything in the future is Twenty Twenty. Um, but no, it's a Space Two Two Zero, and this is the space restaurant that they're building it'll be open later this year i think uh the interesting thing here i'm wondering if this is just part of the concept art and part of the the model that they showed at D23 but outside of the space uh restaurant the space uh 220 there is like a space elevator that goes from the earth up into the heavens and, uh, I'm wondering if that's going to be something that we actually see there, that there's actually going to be like a stat, like a, like a practical space elevator that looks like it's going up into, you know, the nether where we can't see. Because the way you get to the space restaurant is you actually board. You know, an attraction that's like the space elevator and actually takes you into the restaurant, but you actually see yourself launching into space, uh, which almost seems like it's a a testing bed of what they're doing for the Star Wars Hotel. Uh, What do you think of of this, Jacob? Uh,
2: That area of the park needs food. Uh, uh, Mission Space in that area is needed, you know, a refresh for a little while. And... The idea of entering a room that simulates movement and opens up with you going somewhere else is, you know, an old school theme park trick. So I think you can definitely count on there being fake space elevators in that entrance.
1: Yeah. Um, And lastly, they announced a Moana attraction, which is called Moana Journey of Water. Uh, I was very excited when Bob Chapek announced this on preview night until I realized that by attraction he means a walkway and by uh, by walkway uh, and he said it was going to be attraction where you would be able to control the water and by being able to control the water i think you can put your hands in some waterfalls i don't know that's what the concept <laughs> art looks like to me
2: yeah it's, it's called an exploration trail in the description and i on want level i'm okay with that because i think theme parks should have more quiet nooks and crannies we can just go take your time and explore uh But at the same time, I'm not so sure what, you know, the Moana theme necessarily adds here beyond slapping a recognizable name on some water fountains.
1: Hmm. Yeah, like if you're going to – this is really baffling to me because I I do understand the idea that they want to put more relevant Disney characters into Epcot. But this seems like the least – like realized way of doing it. Like it doesn't seem like any kid is going to be like, Oh, this is the Moana ride. Let's walk through this Moana. mean like it doesn't seem like Moana is going to even be a big part of this.
2: Yeah. And this is in the world nature neighborhood, which is described as dedicated to the understanding and preserving the beauty, awe and balance of the natural world. So maybe this is just supposed to be where the young kids go when the older kids ride and next door. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Okay. Well, There's been a lot more announced from the theme parks. You can read all about that. I'll link it in the show notes. Uh, We have a whole list of like you said, 50 things that came out of D23. We couldn't get to all of them, but uh, hopefully we got to enough of them that were interesting enough. Uh, you can find more of all of our work at com. You can find this podcast published every weekday on iTunes, Google, Overcast, Spotify, all the popular podcast apps. Please feel free to send your feedback, questions, comments, concerns to us at peter at com. And please rate and read this podcast on iTunes. Tell your friends, spread the word. We'll see you tomorrow.